microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Sorry to interrupt your uh, mass texts or emails. Uh, emails. It's you know work. It's been a hor- it's been a horrid couple weeks. Work has been awful. I mean, it's good. Working is good, but it's been like it's been ass kicking. It was good to get your. It was good to get my ass kicked. I got a little comfy in my <laughs> confines with my little jobs. Now you don't want to do anything for like the whole weekend. I'm sure. Well. Yeah, I just don't want them to bother me anymore. <laughs> and since they probably don't want to ever talk to me again, some of these people, I don't think they'll ever listen to the podcast. So I think it's a good forum for me to speak out on it. Um, so you're blocking the, these guys' numbers? No, I'm not blocking anyone's numbers. When you coordinate, let me ask you this question. When you coordinate, do you? what's your cutoff date when you get done? Like if they give you like five days of rap set or three days of rap, right? Which you would get more because you wrap up bigger shows. Well, let's say they gave you a week's worth of rap, and then they keep calling you after that. How much do you give them? I mean, I still take calls from I, shows from like four shows ago. <laughs> I figured, and that's why, like, I like I I had like one day rap out on this job on Monday, and today's Friday and Thursday. I was still wrapping this thing out, and I was like. So mad, but I'm like I I think I've seen you do this, so I that's I I learned from the best, and I figure that's what the best do, and so I'm going to do it as well. Did you have an accountant on site? I mean, that person's going to be like the guy that no. gets all hit up. No, it's the well. That's the thing is, it's we had a little problem on our set. Uh, our producer fell off the wagon and had to leave the show and go to rehab. So, um, so someone else stepped in to produce the thing. Well. My, I basic that was basically my role. I'm not going to get. You'd think I got a thank you even, but I didn't. Um, you never know. It hasn't come out yet. Yeah. Well, the um, the guy. Anyway. So yeah. So a lot of those questions were falling on me. I had a, a half hour talk with a guy today who sounds just like Bono, and he was yelling because he hadn't gotten his check yet. And then he opened his. He, and he like he read to me like for a half hour. This was why I was almost late to the movies. Like every text message he had with the director and the producer about his check not being there, and it was getting like really heated. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. I, you know, they don't give me the checks. And then on my way there, I get a text from him, "LOL, it was in my mailbox." <laughs> so it's that kind of stuff. Okay. I wanted to tell you. You got paid out though. I got no. I mean, this is a net thirty. Oh, okay. He just had a special deal. Um, 
It's weird because this is a group of guys from out of town and they're like techie guys and they had a way of doing things and they hired like an L.A. film crew who have their way of doing things. Those two things... Don't, ma- yeah, don't mesh? Well, they could have if somebody would have just from one camp come to the other and said, hey, we're in this together. But nobody wanted to do that. I tried to do my version of that, but I had, I had too much going on. Um, but anyway... It feels good. I'm finally getting more than three hours of sleep. As you, I mean, look, I, I'm only complaining to you about it because this is like current. This is your life. This is what this is what you do, and so I have a newfound respect. And so when you, when I get, I want to, I want to go on the air and apologize first and foremost for the times that I've been like, you could do the podcast. What's wrong with you? Because <laughs> if you had asked me any of the time when I was working, I would have been like, go to hell. <laughs> so. I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate you, buddy. All right. You just had to get out of that, huh? That's you just, great. You didn't, you didn't want to? Okay. No more compliments. Um, so what's going on? Not much. What are we talking about today? Well, first I want to talk about... I got a bunch of... I got some notes. Oh, we got some notes. All right. It's, it's been a while. I went to... I was As I was starting to tell you, I went to... Well, I guess I told you about my... I went to get my iPhone and they talked me into the DirecTV service and then gave me the old switcheroo. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. What's a gander? Fine print. There's yeah. a lot of like, yeah, I don't know what a gander is. And I don't understand like, you know. This I guess a gander is a bunch of geese. Yeah. Why can't we just, it's just, it should be so easy. It's a TV service. It's a price. Let's just do it or not. But uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the DirecTV guy showing up tomorrow and me being like, sorry, dude, you gave me the wrong numbers. Uh, all right. I want to get your thoughts on some things. One, did you hear about the guy from the guy who created Veep and all that stuff? And he had a new script that Netflix was, I think Netflix was going to buy from him. And he's like, I can't do this. It was basically a script about Trump and where they fake some kind of attack and bring him to a bunker and tell him like that the world is... Like blowing up and have him just be president from a bunker, but he doesn't understand that the real world's all happening without him. Nice. And he was like, "I couldn't, I couldn't write about Trump for two years. It would just depress me." But I thought that was a really funny idea, and I'm really glad somebody so like he was the like, one that stopped and not Netflix. Yeah, no, every people were like in. I mean, I think that anything that guy wants to do, people are going to be in. Death of Stalin, yeah. Yeah, I think people are going to be in. So. He was like... He's an Italian guy. I'm not going to butcher his last name. Yeah, I don't... I don't. That's why I just say Veep guy. But he's like, um, yeah, I can't do this. But it was like really funny. I love that somebody was buying into that. Um, I also wanted to bring up that Choose Your Own Adventure I just read is suing <laughs> Black Mirror. Oh, not you, Siri. Suing. Um, yeah. Because Which is so, they're not going to win that. I mean, come on. They never say choose your own adventure, though. Yeah. Well, this is what I want to know. Does that mean if you're making, does that mean choose your adventure has like a like a patent on choosing? Yeah, you're not allowed to choose. You're not allowed to choose things, I guess, without choose your own adventure. Yeah, it makes no sense. Since 1980, I thought the same thing. I was just like, this is the dumbest. They're never going to get like this is never going to pass because it's like why no one in the history of. From now until the end of time, can make a movie or, or or read a book where you have you have to choose stuff. Like, does that mean that since 1980, every choice that I've made 
has been like a trademark of this book series that you might be liable for. <laughs> send you a bill. If so, if so, I should be suing them for all the bad choices I've made. We didn't even test this, by the way. All right, looks like we're fine. <laughs> That's a little BTS for you guys. You're welcome. Um, we're so antsy to get on the air. We didn't even test our recording. Uh, well, there, then there's like, um, so at your um, suggestion, I started watching Friends from College. Friends from College. So I got like a whole list of like new shows and stuff. Oh, that's you're going to be doing that later. Just like to, that's what you were talking about when you said you're going to be firing off shows. But I mean, we're talking about 2018 shows, and now 2019. Yeah. So you watched. Uh, what do you think of Friends? From I like really think the so season's funny. good. Yeah. So like I remember last season had a couple jokes and stuff that um, made me be like, this does have potential. Like somewhere in here, this was a good show. It's kind of not working the way I want it to work, but... Um, How many episodes have you seen? Three or four. Okay. The second half, there's so many funny episodes. There's like this episode uh, at a funeral that you're going to laugh at. Okay. Um, I'm not going to give away. But it's not, it's not just laughing. Like, first of it's all... really clever. I don't know. I got to look up who the music supervisor is on this show. Music is really good. Because they're, they're on fire. You want to talk about music. I think Netflix just gets... Carte Blanche. You think so? Yeah. I mean, there's just some songs in there that I hadn't heard before, which is like, there was like a, like, I Shazammed a song by Pulp, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. And there's some songs I haven't heard in a while that I really like, you know, and I was like, these guys got it. It's a good show. And uh, It was fun, yeah. Here, can I just, I don't know if I should, I'm not, I don't think I like Nate Faxon. Okay. He's the blonde guy yeah, with the fucked up Mary, teeth. From yeah. Yeah. Like, he's so close to being funny, but he just... This character's a little, uh... Yeah, but... Is did he... you see the Bachelor Party one? Have you gotten to that? The Bachelor? No. Um, oh, from the first season? No, this one. No, not from this season. Okay. So, so that's a really funny episode. Okay. But... I, I don't want to say I don't like him, because I think I like him, and I think he's he wrote, like, he was a co-writer on The Way, Way Back, and, um... But, I don't know. There's something about his character's... In this, this, and in other things that are just missing a little something. I don't know. I don't know. I th- he was getting married. I, I don't know. But yeah, I haven't seen him in too many. Like things. he's he's close to being funny. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's a leading man that like is kind of handsome but childish. Yeah. But I don't think he's either of those things. So I don't know. What? Well, but you know, I just I just miss the Nate facts. But I don't mean to like you know this isn't like anti. Have you seen the Life Faxon. of the Party? No. With Melissa McCartney. It's been on cable recently. No. It's actually kind of funny. Okay. But he's in that. He pops up. All right. Uh, the two big notes I had, because, yes, I've gotten lots of notes. And then I know I'm missing some. I'm going to be mad when I get home um, and not listen to this. But uh, first, where, where do you come out on the two fire, fire festival I was going to talk to you about this. Well, I saw the first one. Oh, you saw the Netflix I saw, one? I saw the Hulu one. Oh, the Netflix one came out today. Yeah, so I'm gonna probably watch that tonight. So you got like you saw one and you felt that there was enough there that that you wanted the to. The Hulu keep... one's not very good. Okay, but they do have an interview with the dude with the guy. So I don't know what the Netflix one is. It doesn't have that interview. What I heard the big difference is is because the Netflix one is the production company that made the Netflix one is also 
a company that was involved in the fire festival. Oh, okay. So they don't tackle yeah, that. Yeah, they said that. They say that at the end of the Hulu. Doc. Yeah. So there's like a little. Now the guy that made the. the it net, was the company that did the marketing. Okay. For, uh, for the fire festival and basically like knew that it was like a fraud, but basically said that they were going to, they are still getting paid mm-hmm. and uh, that they would keep going and keep marketing the thing, even though they knew that it was never going to happen, but they weren't like on the production side. They were just like the marketing people. Gotcha. Um, so they were like, well, what's our duty here? Are we supposed to, we don't actually know if we come out and say something, we're just a marketing company. We do built, you know, we do the postings and all that shit. Hmm. Um, but yeah, that guy's the biggest part of that story is like, and you probably remember this from when it actually happened was after he gets arrested, the guy and basically gets out on bail, he goes right back and starts doing another fraud while he's out on bail. I, I heard, right, right. This guy is a fucking mess. And he's got a girlfriend now who's like... I heard about that like, too, okay. Basically like, is sticking with him this whole time. And she's like all upset that he's going to jail for six years. I'm like, you didn't know this was coming? He's on... He's pro- This guy was probably on the phone every day for like at least eight hours a day talking about this case and shit that's going down. I'm, I'm sure he's got a pretty hefty uh, uh, lawyer bill. For this, um, and his girlfriend was just like, "Oh, he's cute. I can see my uh, life with this guy." Um, but yeah, I'm like looking forward. I'm gonna watch the uh, another one tonight. Yeah, I think I might watch the other one tonight too. Uh, and the, for the one thing that's really like that you said before is that everything is like an Instagram thing now. That's one of the things they talk about on that Hulu documentary. It's like. Everybody just wants to be like, to go to things because it's like an Instagram post. Right. Like bars. You know, you don't go to bars anymore unless you could take. That's one of the things I liked about that friends from college is that they were going to like clubs and dancing and it was like, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was like kind of old school. Uh, the other thing. The other, so that was my one big topic of things. The other big topic was, what do you come out on all this Green Book controversy? I mean, that was our movie of the year. I, I've, I, I keep reading things where people are like, I haven't really. This, this movie's I don't know stupid. Ex- I don't like, know exactly like where we are with that. So, but I know that um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said that uh, we shouldn't listen to that other stuff and just take the movie as it is. All right, Kareem, I'm down with that. Like, uh, so. You know, the family came out and said that that's not really how it went. His family, because they weren't in it enough, which you can understand them getting upset about. It, I don't oh, know. Then the guy had like um, racist, or I didn't even. I read what he wrote, where he like had some uh, pro-Trump stuff, right? The writer is he pro-Trump? Well, he was like saying something about. See this? I'm like I'm not dialed into this. What did he say? What was his tweet that they pulled up? Something about um, I don't know. You need to tell me because you're the one that brought this up. Well, no. I w- the timeline starts with Viggo Mortensen using the N word. 
I don't know if you know about that. No, I do not know about that. He just was like, hey, no one says no one says the, the word anymore. But then he said the word, and everyone was like, <gasps> and he was like, well, that's kind of the point I was making, but I'm sorry for saying it if I offended you, right? Like, that's how people do yeah. everything now. And so then the family came out and said, hey, we were misrepresented. We were really close with him. And then all these people were saying that it's a white person saving black person kind of movie and all that kind of stuff. And then the newest thing is, uh, was it Peter, Peter Fairley? Yeah. Who directed it? There's a controversy that in like the nineties, he like pulled out his like penis in front of people, but not like in a sexual way. It's like as a joke. And he did it to like Cameron Diaz and her audition for there's something about Mary and to see her reaction or something, and that's how she got the part, whatever. It wasn't, like, a sexual thing. And now he's got to apologize for this stuff, you know? I'm not saying... I don't know. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just telling you what's going on. So he was... Uh, so I pulled up the thing. So the, the writer, Nick, who was the son... Yeah, the son. Um, basically, back in 2015, he had, like, an anti-Muslim tweet. Where he oh, right. That's right. That... He saw personally Muslims in Jersey City, like cheering when the towers went down, and uh, he's like, and he saw it on local news and like and all this shit, and like I guess Trump had posted that, and then he was like, he said at right back, or he like retweeted it or something. I don't know. I don't even know how Twitter works, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Well, retweet. Someone can tweet you. I don't know. Yes, they can. They can retweet. I mostly on my Twitter account. I don't. I don't tweet a lot. Um, I just started getting into Instagram. Oh, I'm not on Instagram. I never post vid- like pictures though. That's my problem. I just yeah. like to see what's going on. I get you. Um, it's probably not healthy. No. Be- you know. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? Um, well, whatever. What do you think do. about this? Have you? Heard- okay, I'm going to. Shift, shift, shift gears. Go for it. I was drunk. Have you there. heard uh, this story about the um, woman who's been in a coma for like ten years in Arizona and like had a kid? No, she had a kid while she was right. Well, so she's she... being cared for. She's been a had a in a coma for over ten years, and she like gave birth at this detention center in Arizona or this uh, medical facility, and so it's like this big thing now. The one thing that I don't understand in the story, and they haven't even like said, is that the woman or the nurse that was caring for her, like basically said she never even realized that the woman was pregnant until she was going into labor. And the baby is healthy. Okay. Well, then. So they basically shut down, or a third party. They basically put everyone on suspension until they. I'm sure they can do a DNA test and figure out who did it, which they haven't said that. Or someone's going to have to take the fall for this. But they brought in a whole investigating crew and, like, I mean, this is a crazy story. Like, that it was kind of like uh, Kill Bill, you know, like that somebody's like, letting people have sex with the people that are in there that are just kind of, like, in a coma and out of it. So, there you go. All right. And what about the girl that was found alive? Have you been following that story? The one that got kidnapped. Her parents got killed, and then the guy kidnapped her, and like, like, 
brought her to some remote cabin and like locked her up in this room and it's a crazy story so like he basically would have people over and he shoved her under the bed and like put all these like totes that were like had some heavy shit in it and put weights on top of the totes so she couldn't get out from under the bed and basically said that if you say anything you know we'll kill I'll kill you yeah, I, so I'm not following it. That'd be giving, but I I saw that. I saw that. But like, um, also the cops like showed up, like literally as they were driving down the street. She said she heard the cops like come into the house because the mom, when the guy broke in, he killed the dad, and the mom went into the bathroom with the girl. She called nine one one, and the guy like broke down the bathroom door and shot the mom and took the girl. Wow. Um, so, they don't really say if, like, there was anything sexual. Like, I don't think there was, unless they are keeping that a secret. But it's, uh, she was held captive for, like, 45 days or wow. something. Or, no, since October 15th or something. So. Okay. It had a happy ending. She was, everyone yeah. thought she was dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's, and, yeah, She's and they're gonna, someone's going to cover those doctor bills. Um, She's staying with her aunt. And her and her dog. Uh, no one killed her dog. So there you go. All right. <laughs> well, let's transition out of that. So I guess on this show, we're not going to be talking about anything more serious. Um, we got some TV stuff. We're gonna do some TV stuff. We're gonna do some M Night Shyamalama, and we're gonna do. So do you want to um, start with movies or TV? Well, I figured. Can we? This. I just since we're not gonna really do much with football, I figured I just wanted to ask you about the playoffs. Real quick. Okay. What do you think? I think both home teams win. You think both home te- like and would you both cover? Would you be surprised if any of these teams won? No. Right. It's all pretty pretty jumbled up, pretty close to the same. I was listening to somebody bring up it was Bill Simmons. He was like, I kind of feel like I got played by Brady all year, and now he's like he's coming out of the phone booth, and the real Tom Brady's coming. Yeah, you know, like, like he kind of like, played yeah, he possum. Said something about him, like yeah, taking. And I kind of, I kind of like that. I mean, I don't like that they did that, but I kind of. So I think it was more because he was like over forty, and he was like conserving his energy and body. Right. That's what he was talking about. Not that he like actually did it. Well, okay, but like I'm kind of like I don't know. I'm just super interested because I think all four of these teams are pretty even. I wouldn't be surprised if anybody, any of them, came out. Um, I kind of think you're right, but I don't know about covering. Um, I don't know. Uh, are you going to be gambling? Like, so here's the thing is, I bet on the Patriots every year. and It's hard to bet against the Patriots. More often than not, I've done pretty last, well. Last week. More often than not, I've done pretty well betting playoff football because of the Patriots. But for some reason, I haven't, I haven't even thought to bet on them this entire time. And so I'm really confused as to what to do this this Sunday. And I'm wondering if you're going to do anything. Yeah, I'm probably going to bet both the favorites. Okay. Uh, how about any overs, unders? Because I'll tell you, I bet I one of the few bets I did win that I put some decent money on was that Rams Saints over earlier this year. I don't know. Okay, so you're bet both favorites. I hate doing over unders. Okay. Because I always. Pick, pick the wrong side. All right. Well, uh, I don't. I think I might just stay away. Honestly. So, we're, so if that's true, then we got Chiefs Saints. 
Yeah, that would be it. Which would be a pretty good game. Pretty good game. It was a good game this year. Um, all right. I just wanted to get your opinion on all that. All right, let's get into some stuff. Um, what do you want to go over first? I was asking you. Let's go over some TV. All right, TV. 2018 or 19? Let's talk uh, to 2018. Okay. So I know we said we were going to do our favorite TV of the year. I didn't do it in order. Yeah. I'm sure you have uh, I Actually, I didn't. I do have my... How many do you have? I have uh, 10. I have 10 as well. Uh, I do know what my number one is. Um, if you want to go ahead and... Okay, so the first thing I have on here is Cobra Kai. I have Cobra Kai on mine as well. It's probably at the bottom. Yeah. But it's still... It was a fun, fun show to watch. And I like binge watched that in like like two days. That thing was done. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I, I get it, it. It was fun to see all the characters and get back into that. Is, uh, is there any way that the next one is good? <laughs> the yeah. second season is gonna be like it's gonna be, I'm nervous. You're gonna give them a little money, and now all of a sudden, yeah, uh, I think that that I'll put that at ten for mine too. Um, even though you're not going in an order, I'm just gonna. Um, I have an idea of where my, you know, where we're going. I think my number nine show is a show you don't watch, so I'll just tell you is the Deuce. Yeah, I don't watch that. I really like it. It's got your girl Maggie Gyllenhaal in it. Yep, big fan. And um, but God, David Simon makes awesome stuff. So uh, that's what I'm going with next. What are you going? I don't with? like that James Franco's two people. It bothers me for some reason. Yeah, it's one of the re- well, they- Maggie Gyllenhaal. And Twins. I don't like. It. <laughs> it's, just, it's very fair, but it's got like all the guys from The Wire and Treme like spit throughout it, you know. So it's like it's really hard to. I love those guys. Like even um, what's his name, Slim James or whatever. Uh, what's his name? Big guy that that talks like this from The Wire. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. He's um, Wendell. Good. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to say the Deuce at Nine. What else you got? Um, towards the bottom here, I got Haunting of Hill House. Okay, that's going to be in my top five. That was a fun show. Yeah, I really like it. Um, the problem with the show is I thought that I wanted more of the house. Like, any time, like, they were outside the house, it wasn't as interesting. But I did like how it was shot, and they had some really awesome transitions in the show, like, where they would transition from one scene to the next with the same thing like someone would slam a book mm-hmm. and then as the arms were coming down it would cut to another scene where someone's slamming a book that's either in the past or the present um and uh i really enjoyed that i, I thought they uh, came up with some creative things but yeah there was some scary stuff in there i felt like it could have been scarier at the end mm-hmm. um but uh, i liked it thought it was good i just realized i only have nine so whatever I could throw a tenth one in there. Uh, you know, my tenth one I'll throw in there is sharp objects. I don't have sharp objects on here. Okay, but I liked it. But we did it. We did it at nauseum. We enjoyed it. Uh, sharp objects. That'll be. That's at the bottom of my list. That just that just snuck in because it's written down. I didn't like the ending of that. I I think you're crazy for that. Okay. Um, I'll say the next one I got is the um, is Narcos Mexico. I haven't started watching that. Yet. Did you you've done the other Narcos? No. So, Narcos is awesome. Like, the whole first two seasons are all about Pablo Escobar, and it's really great. 
And then they're like, all right, so third season's going to be about a, just a different cartel. And you're like, whatever. That season's like better than the first two seasons, if you ask me. And this one is my least favorite of the four, but it's really good. It is really, really good. That show Michael is just Pena. Michael Pena. But, you know, I was listening to Cousin Sal talk about this. This is really good. He's like, how do you trust anybody in Mexico after you watch this show? Like, every person that they, like, anytime they're just about to solve anything, like, some government official comes in and goes, nah, you can't do that. He's like, how does anything ever get done in these countries with drugs if that keeps happening? And they're like, well, that's supposed to be the frustration. So, what else you got? Um, hmm. Let's see. I have uh, Shameless. Okay. Which uh, is my favorite show. Um, really good season. This starting again this coming Sunday. Is uh, is Emmy Rossum gone? This is her last season. Okay. Which I have no clue how they're going to do this show without her. Right. That's like, I don't even know if I want to watch it without her. Like, it's going to be, I don't care about Debbie. Debbie's like the worst character. She was the worst character on Roseanne, too. She was the worst character on Roseanne. Um, but like... A lot of people taking some hits. Nate Faxon, Maggie Gyllenhaal. What, what's her name? Debbie? Debbie. People taking some hits. Uh, not. I don't want more Debbie. Let's just yeah, say all that. Right, I got you. So I may... Uh, I mean, it's time. Ten seasons already. Yeah. We can, we, can, we can cut it off after this one. I don't know if they've been... Re- I don't think they've been renewed yet. Hey, so when I went to go get my DirecTV that I wound up not getting, they are giving me one free pay channel. What channel would you take? You could only have one. Not Netflix. Like, I'm just talking about right. H. Is it Stars? I'm just kidding. No one. I asked her. I go, Does anyone ever take Stars? I mean, I guess Showtime because I like all this stuff. On so TV. you would take Showtime over HBO? I watch more stuff on Showtime. Fair enough. Crashing starts this week. Yeah. But that wouldn't be enough to keep me at, at HBO. Man. I got you. I mean, I guess there's, True Detective. There's, but... there's a little show coming out in like April. Yeah, the Game of Thrones. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you're right. I kind of don't want Game of Thrones to come because I don't. You I want to stop watching. Yeah, I don't want it to be over. But um, all right, so uh, I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> it's true. All, it's been so long. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. All I know is that the the ending of this thing was the same as the ending where like they're just walking across the wall right they just got past the wall yes now they have like an ice dragon and all the people are together now yeah like and they're heading to winter to winterfell and john snow is related to daenerys and, and they're sleeping together and everyone's just at this point okay with it um well they don't know well i'm just saying the audience the audience um do we think um, what's his name? Uh, Tyrell um, Dinklage. Do we, does he make it out of this show? Yes, I think so. I think it's hard to. Yeah, I think I think he's like the one character for sure that makes it. Okay. I think there's no way uh, Arya makes it. She's, oh, she's I like, don't think any more Starks die. You think they're in a rain? Yeah, I, do. I just think that they killed off as many... I think they killed out all the Starks. That, by the way, did not realize until the Golden Globes that Rob Stark was the star of the bodyguard. Oh, you didn't know this either. Did not know that was... Yeah, I did not know that was Rob Stark. All right. That's not on my list. I don't think it's on yours either. No, it's definitely not on my list. Okay. Uh, I just haven't finished it yet, so I can't, I can't put it on there. 
My next one I'm going to give you at seven. Oh, wait, I said Narcos is my seven. My number six is going to be The Assassination of Gianni Versace. I wanted to watch that. I, I, I missed it. It's really good. It's really good. That's just, you know, it's funny because you see it and you're like, oh, well, you know Penelope Cruz is going to get nominated for that. But she's like barely in it. Uh, the guy, Darren Chris, that's like the star of it is awesome. He's like, anytime you've ever seen a show about a really good psychopathic killer, like, he's like, he's up there with those, with the best of them. He's like so good at it. So, uh, that's my number six. What else you got? Uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So, loved it. You know, you know what? I was I was bagging on it the first couple episodes, but it actually ended up getting really good. So I'm I'm on episode three of that too. I just started watching it because everybody said that they didn't like the season as much, uh, or episode four. And I just it watched, spends a lot of time in the Catskills. So I just watched the episode that sucks. I know that this is the episode that sucks, and it's supposed to get better after this, where they go to the Catskills the first time and they introduce people. I was like falling asleep. This is like so, and that show is not like a few episodes, and like it's pretty much all in the casket. Well, I like the Paris stuff that's come back to really like. I really like what they're doing with Shaloub and his character and all that stuff. Like that was pretty good. It's a good that show is awesome. It it would probably be in my top ten if I finished it in time, but I didn't. Okay. What else you got? Um, Lodge Forty Nine. Out. I loved it. Couldn't get through the first episode. Um, I don't know. I like all the characters. It's not for everybody. It doesn't have much of a story to it. Just a guy that like is trying to figure out where what his purpose is in life and just meandering through it and trying to like follow signs. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know. I thought it was good. Okay. I like all the actors in it. I think everything in my top five... No, it's not going to be in yours, but most of these are going to be in... We're going to probably start okay. syncing up. My number five is Better Call Saul. Yeah, I love that. That's on my list. Yeah. That, I love that. I mean, just every year. It's just fucking awesome. It's so solid. It's just so good. And, and how Bob Odenkirk hasn't, like, won once. I mean, I don't get it. And what about the girl that you've probably never seen before? Like, what's she from? The girl who plays his, his girlfriend, partner? Oh. No, that's she's just from this. Yeah, she is awesome. She has a couple really good scenes in this. In this, uh, yeah, scene. she is. She's fantastic, and I don't know. Every year that show, it's just so. And like, it's funny because it keeps people interested who love Breaking Bad, which is a different audience. Even though we love Breaking Bad, I don't. I think we like this actual story more, like more than we like that it's attached to Breaking Bad. Yeah. But it does a good job of giving enough. Um, you know, throwing up bones to that audience, um, that it keeps that audience entertained because you're saying, Oh, here comes Gus Frank. But at the same time, it's like, just so good on its own. Like that's the best part. Anyway, I love it. Um, that's my number five. What else yeah, you got? That's very good. Um, I got killing Eve on here. Don't watch it. Thought it was really good. Um, I know it's getting a lot of play in the, in the Golden Globes and Emmys and stuff. Um, really entertaining show. I like assassin stuff. Do you like assassin stuff? Yeah, I like assassin it's very, stuff. It's very good. Okay. Like, it's violent. It's got some violence. It's uh, got that British TV feel, which has now become, like, really popular. Kind of like the movie, the cinematic 
kind of feel to it. I don't like the British TV feel. Okay. I've always had a problem with the British TV feel. I know what you're talking about. There's something about it yeah. that, that makes me it's yawn. slower. Yeah. It's like whenever MASH used to come build. on. Whenever MASH used to come on as a kid, I'd like, just automatically start yawning. So you never watched um, Broadchurch? No. That's, the, that's my go-to example of... Yeah. Broadchurch was great. You, you should definitely watch Broadchurch. Um, okay. Well, my number four was Haunted Hill, so... Because I did, 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 out of this, make a top ten list. Uh, I got three left. How many you got left? Uh, I got three. Okay. So I got Homecoming. That's my number three as well. Which was really, uh, it was slow at yeah. times. Yeah. But I thought it was really interesting and I liked all the uh, I didn't. I didn't think it was slow. I thought it like. I wanted more lip from Shameless. Oh, well, that's because you got I think it, that's going to be in part two. But, oh, she. They announced part two. Yeah, and she's not in yeah, it. she's not in it. Um, she was awesome. I'm sure they'll get someone other big. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I thought that it was it had the right creepiness. It was sh- super short episodes, which helps. Yeah, Sam Ismail is awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm going with. Looking forward to Mr. Robot, the final season. I guess it's the final season this year. Um, I'll um you. So I'm sure whatever. Okay, what's your number two? Uh, or what else you got? Kidding. That's my number two as well. I, it's, I'm not. I don't. I know it's not in an exact order. Uh, kidding was is just awesome. Show. It is. I love it. I forget how much I love Michelle Gondry. Um, he's just got such that an imagination. Tara Lipinski, where she gets her neck, her, her throat slit, and all that stuff. So fun. So like, I don't know. It's great. It's just, it's just every episode is like. It's like um, it's like its own little book. It's like a greeting card. It's like just so neatly dreamy. Like I don't know. It's just you have to have such an imagination to do and you stuff don't like really that. Know, like who you're supposed to root for, or if you're supposed to root for anybody. It's just like he keeps you on edge. His character, yeah. while at the same time, he's like this great guy. And it's just like there's just little things. It's just like poetic, and it's it, you know. He's he made really good music videos growing up, like, you know, growing up, and each of these has like that. I mean, it doesn't cut like like a music video where it's like chopped, chop, but it's just something the way that uh, Eternal Sunshine gives you us like this. I don't know. It's it's like it's just like each each like episode's a like a little story, yeah. yeah, like a fantasy story. And then when you watch uh, the Mister Rogers documentary, you're like, oh, this is where they got a lot of this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, my the number whole storyline of him like wanting to talk about death on the show. Yes, like well, right? They go that that fucking yeah. <laughs> um, my number one is like so far above every other ep- every other show this year that that's why I had to do it was is Succession. Oh, okay, yeah, it, I it, watched that, yeah. it's by far. It's just the best show, and it's probably not the best show. I've had people tell me that. They- like it, it's probably not like the best show, like technically or whatever. But there's nothing I looked more forward to watching once I got into it. It took again. That's another one where it took a couple episodes. What they do really great about that show, without giving any away since you haven't seen it, is each episode takes place at an event where all the characters are basically at the event. So everything that happens happens right in front of you. So it's almost like each one, it's not like a play because it doesn't feel like a play, but at the same time, 
it's not like you know it, it they like each episode is like Thanksgiving or a wedding or this some place where they can have the gathering of everybody and have them all fight and do whatever happens you know um it's just like everything with vice where it's that mixture of comedy and seriousness and cutting and all that stuff and the things that don't work in that movie, if you took all those things out like that don't work, like the jarring cuts and the changes of pace and yeah. you took it all out, that's like what Succession's like. It's who's like in, that who's same. in that show? Anyone of note? Brian Cox is guest okay. he's the main guy basically. And then his son, I forgot the guy who plays him, he's not someone you'd wreck Jeremy Strong. Or no, that's that's the bald bad guy, right? It's Mark Strong. Mark Strong. I think it's Jeremy Strong is the guy. And then the only other person that really is of any name is, I think, is like Macaulay Culkin's brother, who's awesome in it. He plays like just, I mean, it, they're like the Trump kids. These yeah, kids. he's been getting uh, yeah. some talk about that. So it's, it's just the, the girl, the one daughter, Siobhan in the show, is the best, I think. She's very, she's very, really interesting and really compelling. And then there's like this cousin, who is the assistant to her husband or her her fiance, and he's just trying to kiss up to get in this family because they're really rich. And the cousin's this idiot from the middle of nowhere. And you think that he's going to be your eyes throughout this entire show. You think you're going to be watching it because he's the one guy that's not this part of this corrupt family, and you just see him. He's an idiot, but he kind of turns. I mean, I'm not saying like you'll see it when you when you watch it. Um, and the the dynamic between him and the brother, the soon to be brother in law, is like a its own comedy show. They just they're so funny because <laughs> it's just so abusive. It's like so it's very much in the vein of Veep and um, all that stuff. You know, kind of like handheld, uh, frenetic. No, but but I just mean the the temp the 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 humor. Okay. Um, where well, no, you know what? I take that back because Veep is way more of a comedy than this. This is actually serious, you know. But it's just people who are so not self-aware. Um. Anyway, it's it's fantastic. It's my it's my I can't believe how much I love that show. All right, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, what's your number one? Uh, it's not a number one, but I put it at the oh. top so we can transition. Oh. Challenge. Have to put it on there. This wasn't it even was a good year of the challenge. It was a pretty good year. It was a little long. Yeah. Very long season. Now we get another one coming up, which I texted you about. Yeah. You got some your old buddies back. Yeah, but, but there's like not very many old buddies. Now it's mostly new people. But they're pairing them up with new people. Yeah, I know. I, but I don't know. I'm skeptical. I'm always skeptical and I'm always happy, but I I don't like, I don't need new people. Listen, I look forward to that every week. It was the one show I was like, I gotta be home to watch. It's true. Because I didn't have, I was in an area where I didn't have a DVR and I wanted to make, I was always like, I got it Tuesday night, nine o'clock, I'm wherever I need to be. It is, it is true. It's, it's like embarrassing that that is the show that if I was like, you were going to delete my DVR and say you can only keep one thing. But that'd probably be the thing I keep, and I'm really embarrassed by that. Um, anyway, I mean, it's, you know, whatever, everyone's got their own reality things. I don't do The Bachelor. I did it one, no. last year. Do you watch Tidying Up? 
That was on my list to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, Let's talk. I want to right. transition. Transition. To, uh, Lindsay Lohan. All right. So we you made you made me watch this thing. So we watched Lindsay Lohan Beach Club came out this week or two weeks ago. It's on the second episode. How are you feeling about this? Well, I only watched fifty minutes of the first episode. I still have to. It took a turn that actually I didn't delete it because I want to see what happens. Which, which is something I was noticing. Which so is, you're saying like these guys know how to cut a show to make you come back. Well, it's the exact same tempo, like it's yeah, the exact same it's formula real, it's that real it, world. that is. Yeah. My biggest problem from the first episode is like all these people like come into the show thinking that they're on a reality show, and then they show up and they like are in the house and they start partying, and then Lindsay Lohan shows up, and then she's mad that they're partying. Yeah. I'm like. That's what they think they're supposed to do. Right. They're, they think they're on an MTV show, not that they're working at your club. Um, like, I'm sure that they, the casting went through MTV. Right. Like, she didn't actually, like, go and find these people with their resumes. Like, they were sent to her. They're like, okay, you push put this on your resume. Right, right, right. Um, it's, well, it's shot really well. I want to say there's a lot of really good shots like MTV making the move to shooting with like their their digital video is now on par with everybody else's. And th- there's some good shots because you have lots of obviously very attractive people at a beach club in in the Greek and islands. I love like just the dynamics between like the women and the guys, just how like the guys handle like the VIP stuff. So that's what I was saying that, yeah. that I actually why I didn't delete it because the whole time I was watching um, the guy that – first of all, I just want to say there's two guys named uh, – there's a guy named Aristotle. That's his real name. And this that guy you're about to talk about, his nickname is the Waitress Slayer. Yeah. I don't think I ever want to be known as – I mean, look – Unless you're Mo Green banging two waitresses at a time and I mean, Godfather too, I think this guy's he's gone. Oh yeah, I think so. Well, I didn't I mean, see I didn't see the aftermath. Like he didn't get fired after the second episode, but he's like in the second episode he goes up to the guy who's his boss and just fucking says, starts talking. I was like, this is bullshit. I'm like worth so much more. I'm so much better than these people. And like all this stuff, and the guy's like, "Dude, I don't have time to have," because he called. He basically, you remember those meetings that they had where they sat around and they're like, he starts calling everyone out on things that he didn't like. Yeah. Well, that guy gets pissed and he gets called out, the waitress slayer, in this circle setting, and he's like, "Dude, I want to be. You pull me aside if there's something wrong. Don't say it in front of all these people because then it just gives them ammo, right?" Mm. And the guy's like, dude, I don't have time to fucking pull everyone aside. I'm running a beach club. Yeah. I don't have time to, like, it would take me six hours to go through every single person if they have, if I have a private meeting. So let's get into... And I hate the show, but I well, kind of like it. All right. Well, I was going to ask you that. I was, so are you in on this? You're going to probably do it? I'm going to probably watch it because I know Kayla shows up. Yeah. Who from? Challenge. Oh, yeah? At some point. Oh, she fits right in with some of these. I don't know what people. she's doing on here, but well, she's got blue hair too. Yeah. Um, I. Why can't you have two people with blue hair? Well, I understand because the DJ's got to be like the center of it. I, I can understand that. Uh, that girl. I mean. So how do we? Uh, let's go back to Lindsay Lohan. Wow. Well, wait, but that girl with the blue hair, like, what is what's wrong with her that she introduces herself the way she does? And, and says like, why can't she just go and, and change? 
I don't know. Like the whole thing. I'm like, sure that this is all Lindsay scripted Lohan's to be like, this way. Oh, and that's what I was going to say. It's like it feels very scripted. Yes, it does. Like it feels not full reality. All right, let's get into Lindsay Lohan. What? Uh... So I found it interesting, like that she. I didn't know like the whole thing where she like flew. She like fled America to Dubai. I knew that. And like laid low because it's against the law to like paparazzi take photos of anyone without their permission. And then she started saying that she went from there to like all these other different countries. And something horrible happened to her there in Greece. Yeah, she got punched in the face by like a guy. I mean, I, that that seems a little exploitive of MTV yeah. to throw that in there. Like it's at the the spot that the beach club is at. Yeah. So now she owns it. Like, I'm sorry. I get that you're trying to create. A storyline, and I'm not saying that that didn't happen to her. I'm sure that it did. But, like, let's not exploit that to make it into a whole show. You know, like, yeah. it's, I mean, do it, but if you're going to do it, do it genuinely. Don't make it this fucking, you know, thing. Uh, she looks horrible, by the way. She does look really bad. I feel like, I mean. I feel bad watching it. She. Because she was such a, like, when you were watching her, when she was in all, like, this, you were like, oh, yeah, this girl's going to be. She was supposed to be... She was the it girl for a while. And then she just, like, took a massive turn to... I right. don't know why or what. All I know is they cut to, like, her house and there's, like, eight guys, like, hanging out, like, randomly cooking at midnight. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. They're having dinners at midnight? Um, well, that's what they do on Jersey Shore, too. Uh, so, you're, so you're in on this. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm going to watch it, but... It is completely like absurd, it. but... I don't like it, but I'm watching it. Um, I, I haven't decided yet. I've only done the first episode. I'm not going to have... Like, it's going to be one of those things that records, and then when I get a chance, I'll watch okay. it. It's not like something I have to, like, see that night. Uh, the other show that premiered this week was True Detective. Um, True the, Detective. Se- the second episode is up on the app. Well, I, the I second episode was on... They showed the first and second episode. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, I only watched the first. Damn it. Because I wanted to be prepared for this. Because oh. now we can't talk about stuff. But I have to say, it's very interesting. Like, I am curious to see where it's going to go. I think I like the Stephen Dorff. I think I said this before we yeah. started. Yeah. Interesting casting for him, and you well, said you had a theory. Yeah, about my question is: whenever I see Stephen Dorff in a movie I, or a show, the bad guy. Well, no, I just know it's always who. My first question, honestly, my and he's the only person I get this from, is who turned this down first? Like, where, where, where did we get to that we wound up at Stephen Dorff again? More people taking punches from from idiots like us that don't deserve it. But that's always my first theory. But you know what? He is pretty good in like every like. I like that movie. I'm sure you didn't. But the one he did with um, Sofia Coppola, where he was the yeah, dad. I'm out on Sofia. He was all right. Well, whatever. But he was good in it. He was awesome. She's it's all him. back up with Bruce, Bill Murray. Yeah, I saw. Um, but I, yeah, I, you know, he, he's. I'm not going to sit here and say that Stephen Dorff is one of our best thespians, but that guy's good in like in this. Yeah, stuff, he, and he's good in this. I know. I, I really like. I can't believe the second episode aired. I was like, uh. um, yeah. So I mean, it's. I definitely think the wife's involved. Okay. Uh, in some way, they kind of 
are alluding to her something going on with her. Well, they allude to a lot of stuff. That oh, that first scene is awesome when the kids leave and they're on their bikes and you see every person yeah, who's people and you just. Like, you know, I, I'm, usually, I'm usually on my phone or whatever, and I, like, put it down, and it's like, okay, that guy waved, that guy was riding in the tractor. Like, all this stuff is going to come into play, and it's like, oh, man, that is awesome. And, like, the tone that they do in this show, when it works, is so good. It's so creepy. It keeps you on your toes. It's a good show. I'm, like, really psyched about it. I'm like... Yeah, I'm looking this forward to seeing where it goes. Uh, so, yeah, True Detective... Um, but I gotta mention this, my favorite show that's premiered this, that I've already binge-watched the whole thing, is Sex Education, that I started watching. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, I watched the first episode. It's a really good show. Okay. Like, it's funny, it's got, like, uh, very well written. The char- yeah. The characters are really good. You're gonna love the soundtrack. But it's, like, almost overly clever. Like, that, I don't, that's the thing that always scares it me. It is clever. Like, everybody's the smart, everybody in high school is the smartest, qui- has the smartest quips. Uh, you'll see. Okay, you'll but see. I like I like I didn't realize it was Julian Anderson. I like her whole thing. Yeah. I, I get it. I, I I'm, it's, it's I'm, a really good show. I'm There's, not. You're gonna like where okay. it goes. You're gonna like things that happen. All right. Uh, it goes in places you don't think it's gonna go. And, good. I I read good things. Um, and like the cheesy moments that you would see. Like I watched the show and I'm like. If this show was on a different network or something wasn't by these people, it, there was, they could be some really cheesy things to this. Like, it could have been shot and done a lot with a less uh, care than it, than it was. Okay. Like, like, people took this seriously, which I... For something that seems like a stupid premise, I think they did a good job of developing characters and and, uh, like, you cared about pretty much everyone on that show. I don't know. It's good. Okay. You're going to like it. So, you're going to rattle off a bunch of shows? Well, I was going to say that. Okay, so let's talk about this tidying up. I only watched one episode. I'm out. Okay, so this whole, this tidying up show is, like, this big thing now. Yes. Like, everybody's watching this. Right. And uh, it's with Marie Kondo, who's, I guess, this famous, um, like, decluttered person she's from japan yeah and um i'm sitting here watching this and i'm just like this woman's really positive person like that's one of the things i like about it but i'm sitting there watching i'm like we are watching like i'm like 45 minutes or like over halfway done with the show and i'm like i am watching people clean up their house yeah i feel like i was like there is some comedy here like this would be a good saturday Night live skit of like people just we're all I'm doing is watching people clean a house yeah and, right. uh, but she's like really positive and like I actually like got a little motivation and like cleaned some of my uh, did you start folding your, lawn, your no. laundry different oh, okay. but I cleaned my closet a little bit that's good but uh, I'm just like this is just the dumbest fucking shit well why are we watching this show yeah I actually thought that and quit and I'm like we're watching people fold underwear. She's got a specific way we fold underwear. We're rolling it. We're stacking it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So that was that other one. Um, so yeah. Oh, I've been watching uh, 
you watch The Good Place? No. I fought that for a long time, and I'm like, I'm still like, I don't get Kristen Stewart, but now I'm kind of getting it. Kristen Stewart? Kristen Bell, sorry. Oh. Okay. Kind of get, uh, it's an entertaining show. It's kind of clever. The problem with it is, I think, like, the jokes, I'm watching it on Netflix, so I'm, I'm sure I'm, like, behind. Right. By a lot. Uh, the jokes, like, could be so much funnier. Like, I don't sit there and I laugh out loud. But it's clever jokes that could be done in a way where you actually sit there and, like, laugh out loud. Like, yeah. I, I chuckle. Okay. I chuckle, but I don't, like, go... Oh, this scene could be a lot funnier. Like, it's a very, cl- really well-written show. All right. So, I don't know. I'm slowly watching that. What else you got? That's it. So, okay. That's all I got. Cool. All right, let's go to the Fire movies. Fire Festival. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the movies. We're going to the movies. Uh, let's go to the... All right, so we went to see... Glass. Glass. We have not talked, but this is the new thing that we do where we go see a movie and we don't talk to each other about it. It's really frustrating. Walk, walk out and then we go separate directions. Yeah. So, so M. Night Shyamalan. Glass, so Unbreakable is like one of my favorite, favorite movies. It's like, might be top five of all time. Like, I was looking at this because we were saying, you know, we did that three. We did the three, three in a row. Three in a row. And Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, and Signs were pretty. It's a pretty good three. Pretty good three. I don't know how, if, but Signs is a tough one to put in like. Like, Signs is good. Yeah. But Signs isn't like. That's a pretty good three, though. It it's made, a good three. It made five hundred million dollars. It's a good three. Look, it's not about making the money. I know, but, but I enjoyed the the lead up. The ending maybe questionable, but I don't, re- the, I don't remember. I liked. I remember liking. There was a it, lot of like intense scenes in that movie. So so anyway, so this is a so Unbreakable comes out, and it's a basically the first act. I'm sure he didn't have this planned. No. He's going to like be the guy who's like, oh, I've always had a plan for Well, me. he did because he said, I remember when he was on Howard Stern right after, and Howard Stern was like, Unbreakable is the best movie I've ever seen. We need to get you. He's like, he's like, well, it's part of a trilogy. And he was like, are you serious? He said, yeah. And he goes, we need, the Secret Service shouldn't even be protecting the president anymore. They should be protecting you because we need, we have to see what happens. Like, this is like the greatest. I remember that quote. And so he did have a thing. I don't think it was this. So Unbreakable was awesome. So Unbreakable is awesome. Um, then we'll talk about his whole career yeah, well. after this. But then he goes through a bunch of studio bullshit. And he decides he's quitting the studio system. He's going to fund movies himself. So he starts with The Visit. Oh, we are going to really go through it. But I mean, so then he, he gets money from Visit. We'll, t- uh-huh. we'll go through it. All right. And we'll talk about how we think of all these things. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to make... This movie split. Now, whether or not he originally planned it to be, like, in the same universe as Unbreakable, like, who knows? Right. But at the end of this movie, they threw in, a, like, a tag at the end where Bruce Willis is in a coffee shop and he sees the news report and he's like, oh, I got some work to do. So he, like, gets up and, like, leaves. Uh, to go save the world uh, from this guy. Did you like Split? I did like Split. I, I liked it, but not... I didn't love it. Didn't love it. Like, I barely liked it. I'll say that. I thought it was pretty intense. He, you know, M. Night has, like, 
a, a style and like which I was really kind of upset that Glass really didn't have the style to it, but that he creates like these scenes that he's very good at creating tension in scenes. Yes, I agree. Like even in the happening when they're on that train, terrible movie. Yes, but, but there's this whole scene on the train where everyone's like finding out about this shit. And right. Like, they all start huddling and they're like, "Fuck." Yeah, that was. Awesome. I remember thinking that this movie is going to be the best movie ever, and then obviously the happening yeah. happened, and so. So then he's like, "All right, well, we're gonna make a movie with all three of the characters from Unbreakable and Split, and put them in one movie." So, what was your take on Glass? And we just so I was really protective of this because I didn't want this to happen because I loved Unbreakable so much, and like you said, the fact that it's 18 years later and now it's finally out. Um, but he funded all these himself. Okay, I don't give a shit. I'm talking about the. I don't I'm just know. saying, like, he's like, fuck it. I'm, I'm saying it's 18 years later. I was afraid of what this was going to be, and so I didn't read any reviews. Even though, I mean, I didn't I'd, read any I'd heard people say it wasn't good, but I was like, I don't care. This is going to be good. And then I, you know, we're watching it, and I was thinking in the beginning, I'm like, this isn't good, but I don't care because I like what we're watching. You know what I mean? Like, and then, and then I didn't. And then I just didn't like it at all. And I actually almost started falling asleep like twice. Um, the pacing is very off. There is the first There's act like a whole, is just like 20 minutes of them sitting in that room. Dude, all they do in this movie is explain things. They just sit down and explain what's going on. And that's great. Like I want to um, I like I like what what you're explaining. But just do it instead of explain it to me. Like, it's all exposition. It's just sitting here and saying, so, this happened and this happened and then you became this and you did that. Like, just... I like that she was putting doubt in their minds. Okay. And, like, they did all those flashbacks to the movies, the, the previous yeah. movies, and said, oh, well, maybe I heard it wrong. Like, even the son was like... When he was seeing, like, the guys doing, like... The, right. The bench where, press. Where was he that he was watching the bench press? Like, he's not in high school. Like, where was he? He was wearing, like, a gym uniform. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Who's was he's like, at the Y. He, I was like, okay. Anyway. Your dad's in prison. and uh, So, um, but yeah, like, look, we don't have to... Like, you, we can go ahead and just start saying the security at this prison is just... That was my this. biggest problem with the movie is that you have these... Highly sensitive and powerful people, at, and they put them in this psychiatric ward to make sure we lock them up to the outside world, and they only have one guy that's on duty. And he, yeah. And he has to go inside their cells to give them whatever. Yeah. And it's like these little cells. It's like, and the only thing that can stop is if he flashes light at, like, the one that, you know, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. And, like, I, I think the scenery... I'm going to tell you my big, what I think the biggest problem with this movie is. There's no, they didn't have the style that Unbreakable. Okay, that's your biggest problem. My biggest problem is it either needed a lot less money or a lot more money because the amount of money it had made this made it adequate to make a movie about the story you wanted to make, and there's there's no creativity added to it. If you had like this grand plan of what you wanted this movie to be, and it was like them going to this tower that they talk about to have the big final scene. Don't do that. Don't tell us that we're going to go blow up a tower yeah. and then never leave the the place that we've been in at the whole movie. Um, yeah, that was a big problem. I was like, dude, I can't wait to see this fight at the tower. Right. Like you, you there's, know, like, there's like explosion. Like we think he's going to mess with the right. thing. And so either go all out and do it or 
if they had a little less money, they'd have to have been creative with how he shot this. And, and then it wouldn't have given him the freedom to have people just sitting there and talking about... Like, one of the things that was really cool... I did kind of like the end a little bit, though. Okay. One of the things that was really cool about, um, about Unbreakable was how Elijah, Mr. Glass, would point out things that happen in comic books and how they'd be happening in reality. One of the things that fails this is the fact that we've seen about 50 comic book movies between then and now. So it's not as nostalgic to hear him say that stuff because we see those movies all the time. And this movie and this plot didn't grow to take that into account. So it's not so clever when we just saw fucking like Doctor Strange three years ago, you know, and like we've seen every comic book character so now like this cleverness of saying like in the first one when you're like the end of unbreakable spoiler alert is him saying like don't you know the villain is usually the first person he meets and like all that stuff you're just like oh my god you know and now when he brings up things it's like oh well yeah i know that because it was in thor 2 yeah you know um but that I, that aside, it's still just not a good movie. It's just not. And I, I want... I, and all I know is, like, there's all this shit going on, but all these characters find time to go to the comic book store. Yeah. <laughs> what were they doing there? That's true. And, and They were searching for answers. Right. But, but the other thing is... So this movie is very heavy on the... This is what I want to hear, like, hear what you have to say, but on the James McAvoy character. It's like, he's my least... To me, he's the least interesting person by far in this. Like, yeah. it's not even close. <laughs> I agree. And it... Well, what he's doing is really good acting, and I get it. And um, I, I, like, I can appreciate that he just keeps switching characters. Like, I need to see it once. I don't need six versions of it. I don't need to see every scene he's in, him switching characters. I saw it in the first one. I, you know, I don't need to see it six times in this. Um, I, I think it's like showing off at some point that you've got a guy who's able to do that because it is really impressive, but it's, it's just, I get it. I don't need, you know, like that's, that doesn't move the story along. And I wanted Bruce Willis to be more proactive, like him, like to question more what was going on. Yeah. Like he was just kind of sitting there like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, there was that one scene where they, she grills all of them together. Where he finally was like, no, you're putting shit in my head that's not there. Um, I wanted more of that. Yeah, I get you. you know, he's supposed to be the hero. Right, right. And I want to see, like, going back to the budget and stuff, like, the he's sets... supposed to be the good guy. The sets on this thing suck, too. Like, um, I, I didn't... I, I didn't like the sets. Like, I didn't like the design. Like, not, like... It's great when you that hospital they had overlooking the city was, like, a really great setup. But then you get in there, and it's these very basic room setups, you know, and like with a, you know, like with a computer plate, you know, it's just like you, there's no way it's this giant hospital. All we see for, we never really, all we see is the the entrance and the rooms that they're in and one control room. And then when the big finale happens, all the patients in the other, in the rest of the hospital are out. I didn't know there was other patients in this hospital. Yeah, no, that and it's a giant place. Like, how are we only seeing these little, this little, little area? It's just like, no, it's just, this doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And they never explain how, he, how Elijah kept getting out of the room. Like, yeah, it's true. You need to figure out, like, how he stole a card or how he got out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm with you. The ending, 
kind of like the ending. Okay. I don't know. It felt like it ended like 15 times. It's one of those. I'll say something off the air uh, yeah. about it's it. Because I don't want to ruin yeah. it. But I did have a problem with one big okay. part of it. But I enjoyed... I did feel like when Bruce Willis is like acting as like the hero that people that were watching him do this weren't like on his side. Okay. You know, like there were cops and stuff that were there that still wanted to like take him down. Take him down. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I hate yeah. And he's like telling them, he's like, I'm doing this to save you. Yeah. And they're still like, just like you've got eighteen years of, of me saving people. Like kinda let's believe you know, like we've seen that in every comic book movie, but usually it's in the origin story or you know, like where they're like like the first Spider Man, like we gotta get this Spider Man. And then by like the second one it's like all right, he's doing, he's like saving our city. It's been 18 years of this guy saving people. Yeah. It's probably, he's probably a good guy. He's killed some people along the way, but they're all bad. Uh, all right, so let's go through, the, so would, neither of us would recommend this, and, and it's really like really a shame. Yeah. And I, uh, I don't, I wasn't expecting it, but at the same time, I was just kind of hoping that maybe people just didn't get the greatness of it, and it was I thought that they did a pretty good job like marrying the scenes from the, Unbreakable with the scenes, like when he was on the train, yeah, and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so M Night, where do you uh, hold M Night in your? So he's super interesting M-Night. because he came out of the box like so awesome, and so he was only with going the movie Wide Awake. Yeah, with, yeah, he was only going to be a letdown at some point. Like he, it was just, it was so. It's such a well, thing. Every movie like had to have like some surprise, right? And so it was only going to be overly scrutinized. So it was it was bound to happen. We're like a horrible society. We're going to take somebody who's making something interesting and, and tear it down. The other thing, so Sixth Sense comes out. <coughs> Sixth Sense is like, I mean, it's, you can watch that. I've watched that recently, and it's still scary. And it's like there's a couple scenes. Like there's a scene with the girl where he goes to the girl's house and hands the the. Uh, the the videotape of mm-hmm. the girl like poisoning the mother poisoning the daughter mm-hmm. uh, that whole scene is just awesome and it's so I mean obviously it's so good that it's become like a noun like it's part of the vernacular yeah. of every you know the sixth sense that's like I know it's got a great twist in the end. yeah well that's what I mean though that tw- yeah. like that became like the great twist and so then he became that but like I think he was. After that, he was in such a like position to fail because not just because it was like so good, uh, it was like how do you keep topping that? And people people don't appreciate it. It's like you know we're uh, what have you done for me lately? Kind of people. So um, his he will I think years from now be remembered as like this great director, but he is going to struggle with this for the rest of his career. Um, partly to his own doing, and we'll get into that when we start hitting the 2000s. But, um, so Sixth Sense, yes. So then he goes Unbreakable, which we just talked about. Yeah, which about. he just did. And Signs. Yeah, Signs is great. Great shit, movie. Well, not great. Really good. I liked it. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, and then, then he gets to... Really, bench. really good doesn't mean I don't like it. Yeah, I know. Great is, is a, is a specific thing. So where are you, where do you fall in the village? No. So, but here, so that's a perfect example of this, right? I was thinking about that a lot today. 
because I, I hated the village when I saw it. So hated here's it. Here's my take before you get okay. into the thing. So the village, when it was marketing, yes, marketed the biggest problem with the movie is it was marketed as a monster movie, right? Like the, all the promos were all about that there's a monster in the village killing people, and then you know who's the mo- like what's the monster and who's the monster? There's no monster, right? It's just a bunch of fucking people wearing a, a costume, and you're just like, what? Like it just like threw you for a. It lift. was a huge letdown. It was a very and big yes, it, the, I look. I don't think that that's your theory. I think that's a pretty. But I didn't think the village was that bad. So that's the problem, right? So I haven't really rewatched it because I hate. I was so mad that that's what it was. But again, that's because the first three movies were, you know, set such a high bar that when it wasn't what you wanted it to be, everybody he was just set up to. Like, this was so going to happen it, like, at some point. It right? wasn't what you wanted to be, and then it did a twist where they weren't even in the 1800s. Right. I think that's... so. When and you're you, just like... Uh, when you think about it, it's a pretty freaking good idea. Yeah. You know? Like, I'm with you. Like, I don't know what how, how time will treat the village. I mean, they kind of, like... Wayward Pines is a little, like... Sure. Village. Um, Which I like that show, but we'll get there. All right. So, the village... So yeah, I, I, that's the that is the movie that's a really interesting conversation. Like you just can't like I was really hard on, it, but it was it was the marketing, and I remember that specifically. But I didn't care because I still was so mad. But uh, when I think back on that story and that twist, I'm I think wow, that's pretty impressive that you pulled that off. Um, all right, so then he does the Lady in the Water, which you always defended, which is like the worst movie. Listen. I enjoy the storytelling of that movie. Do I agree with his... I know he took some liberties putting himself in the movie and, like, that was, like, the biggest um, negative. Yeah, I can't even remember. I hated that movie so much. Yeah, he was, like, the guy who's, like... I forgot, like his whole position but it's basically like saying that this direct like he shouldn't have put himself in the movie okay well Quentin Tarantino shouldn't have put himself in uh, Django either with an Australian accent uh, still like Django don't like uh, Lady in Water how about The Happening The Happening was terrible The Happening was terrible that was like laughable terrible yeah but we did say that there are some really good scenes. But the story is just so stupid. Yeah. How they had to, like, follow the wind. Like, run away from the wind. Yeah. You can't escape a wind. So that's, that's two, maybe three in a row where you're like, these are misses. And then you start getting in. Then the last airbender. Terrible. I didn't even see it. Um, after Earth, never saw didn't it. Didn't see it either. I was So we're done with him at this point, right? And he, this is that, okay, after he does After Earth and he gets all these negative reviews, this is where I said he drops out right. of the studio system. And then he does... Visit, which I loved. I thought Visit was great. was great. So the you're right, because the budget, the budget for After Earth is $130 million. His next film, The Visit, the budget is five. Great ending twist to The Visit. Yes. But... What mother would send her kids to see their grandparents that they've never seen before? I don't know. They just put them on a fucking you bus? you you were on board you were on board with it so. I don't know. 
But yeah, there was some fucking scary scenes. Yeah, it was a scary movie. It was good. Um, like all underneath the the deck when she's like chasing him underneath the deck. Yes. And then when they open the door at night and like you just see like the grandmother naked like scratching. And stuff. So you know, there's some interesting scenes in that that. I'm not saying Get Out stole, but there's some interesting tension and in scenes that are similar in Get Out in, in The Visit. Yeah, I can see that. And that had a really good uh, kind of style. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, and Split. And Split. And Glass. And Glass. And we did those two, so. Oh, uh, did we do Wayward Pines? Where did that come uh, Wayward Pines is... Oh, it's a TV show. So, yeah. So, Wayward Pines... Uh, I haven't seen the second season, but... I didn't see it either. That's I, thought, I, I enjoyed the first season. I thought it was good. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't good enough for me to watch the second season. <laughs> yeah. But, but, yeah. It was entertaining. Like, but it had the, it did have that style of creepiness that we were talking about with him. And it had Shannon Sossaman. <laughs> yeah, and Sossaman. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we didn't spend enough time with, like, those middle movies that were really bad. I don't know why we need to pound in why they were bad, but... Um, he had he had a rough patch, but it wasn't like if those if you did if he didn't make the movies he made before that, those wouldn't have been as bad. And that's the problem. Well, I just want to know like the choices, like why the last Airbender, why after Earth. Like, well, the last Airbender is a big story. Like a lot of people love that stuff, right? But leading up to what he was doing, this isn't like the type of movie that he would make. Well, he just had an article, uh, an interview in Rolling Stone where he said, like, that he was just kind of sick of making these suspense things and he wanted, he thought he could do anything and he was like, everyone's just making me do this or everyone's putting me in this corner. I want to show I can do other stuff. And then he realized that that's when he's happiest is when he's making that suspense. Stuff. That's what he said. Um, well, anyway, I, I don't know. Um, he's in every movie too and it, when he shows up, it, I find it kind of annoying. Yeah, like his cameo in this. That was so forced. Which was like from the first movie. Yeah. And he like... He was like the thief in the first one. Yeah, like he, he was the first guy that he ran into at the stadium. Yeah. Just like nothing came of that. Like you thought he was going to touch him again and he was going to be bad. It, well, it was just it was just a clever like, yeah, guys, I remember. I was running with the wrong crowd back then. Yeah. Kind of like... Saying that he got in with some wrong people uh, and now he's making his own movies. Oh, I think that you're giving it a little more depth. No, I, no, I really think that's... Okay. Yeah. All right. Because he got lambasted. I don't even know what if that's a how that what that word is. Is it lambasted? That sounds good. Lambasted? I don't even know. He got killed for starring in Lady in the Water. Yeah. Because his character was so... Well, like, yeah, oh, God. That movie's so, so bad. bad. That movie's, I mean, you just like the people in the movie. I do like a lot of the people in the movie. And so yeah. you want to force that into being a good movie, but it's not. And I liked the mystery behind the movie. Not the end end result, but um, sorry, uh, I'm Sorry that I'm packing up. I'm not trying to rush this off. I'm just... All right. Well, I think that's uh, no glass. Yeah, no on glass. And like, I was thinking about it. The first Unbreakable is Bruce Willis. Split is James McAvoy, and this one's Glass, obviously, for Samuel Jackson, but it wasn't totally his... It was still more James McAvoy's story to me. I get that the whole thing is his plan and his thing, but it just... I don't know. It didn't pay off. I mean, he doesn't show up to like 40 minutes into the movie. Who? Glass. 
Yeah, I didn't notice. Oh, I did. I was waiting, because he, to me, is the most interesting person of all of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wanted to see what he was going to do. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I'm sure I'll see you this weekend. So you're saying... That uh, Orderly had pretty good hand-eye coordination to catch the uh, the falling... Oh, uh, yes. That's pretty good. Uh, all right, so we will uh, be back at yeah. some point. Yeah, next week. Thanks for listening. Have a good weekend. And don't bet, I guess... Go opposite of me because I had a horse. (laughs) All right.